Good morning and welcome to Friday. You know what to do. Put a couple of fingers of Jack in the coffee and leave the driving to us. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And, of course, this is the Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. To the website at allamericangold.com. And, man, you just don't know, right? You, you, one hour to the next, uh, late last night. Well, late for me. So, you know, I get up early. I, I go to bed early and... It was, I, I don't know exactly what time. It was around the 9 o'clock hour in Arizona. And I uh, headed upstairs, and I usually uh, turn on the idiot box and just see if there's anything I need to be uh, aware of while I'm having my, my sweet dreams. And I turned it on, and lo and behold, there it is. Uh, the president has COVID, and along with the first lady. And I immediately uh, went to the to the banister and hollered downstairs to my wife and said, "Hey, the president has COVID." And her, her response it was t- just typical of my wife's. Her response was, "Do you think they put it on his microphone at the debate?" I mean, that was her response. And and I don't maybe I don't know anything's possible. And. Uh, this morning, uh, they're now saying that he has mild symptoms, and I will tell you, obviously, I've been through this. Uh, that's that's exactly what it felt like for me the 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 first day. Now, obviously, the president gets tested. I don't even know how many times, but I'm assuming every day. Um, the first day, I had it. You know, it felt like oh, I'm coming down with like a cold. You know, nothing bad, but I, I'm going to take off, and then uh, it very quickly escalated. We'll know. We'll know uh, by Monday if uh, there's something that we need to worry about uh, with the president. You know, he is in the high-risk category. The president is 74 years old, uh, so he is, uh, of all the categories of COVID, he's in the highest one. The good news is, from what the doctors say, there's no pre-existing conditions. The president doesn't have any, you know, heart disease or high blood pressure, diabetes. He doesn't have any of those things. Uh, So... That's on the good side. I, I think, you know what, Ever the markets are a little rattled, uh, rattled about it. Uh, people are saying now, you know, the president uh, is going to be quarantined and, and not out there campaigning and whatnot. Uh, some of the Democrats are uh, Michael Moore, you know, Michael Moore. Uh, he's out there saying the president's making it up, right, for the quote-unquote sympathy vote. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, Sure, I'm almost thinking the listen. This is I. It's funny. I guess it depends on what side of the fence you're on. Because I viewed this when I heard it last night. I was like, uh oh, that's a negative. It's going to cost the president votes. Uh, and again, you know, when we talk about this election, and, and I'm not going to talk a lot about it, but I'm just going to let, let remind everybody the last election was decided by very very few amount of people you know you take uh, four states and and I want to say less than 20,000 votes and Hillary Clinton's president and and so you know you think about it 
I think this time there's probably even more states in the year. Maybe there's going to be, instead of four, maybe it's six or eight. It's going to be very, very close in those states. And that's going to determine the election. And, and so I, I just I, I just worried, okay, that's going to hurt. And then, you know, Michael Moore said that's going to help. I don't know. Who knows what, what it's going to be. Uh, we'll, we'll just – I don't want to get too excited about it. I, I think the uh, – obviously the president is getting the best care possible. I heard someone already talking about today. They probably already put him on remdesivir. That was the drug I got. Uh, that that helped me. Uh, unfortunately, that's the drug Eric did not get, um, and we know what happened there. So let's let's just wish uh, the president uh, a speedy recovery, uh, the first lady as well, and everybody else. You know, uh, you know. Let's just have uh, God bless them all, and and hopefully uh, they make a quick recovery. Uh, enough about it. Okay, we'll wait. We'll wait till Monday if somehow. Uh, the president's condition worsens over the weekend. Uh, we'll talk more about it. But otherwise, uh, I'm going to assume he's going to be A-OK. Uh, it was jobs day today. right? we got to talk about it. Man, a lot of information in this report. You have to be really careful. Uh, the headline number was bad. So the, the most people were expecting this million-dollar number uh, I wasn't. I actually thought it'd be less than a million. I, you know, but I thought it was going to be in the eight eight hundred thousand range. Uh, just because last time, you know, last time we had that one point three, one point four million jobs. But there are so many government jobs in there. The last time, the last month, and I knew those would be gone. Six hundred and sixty one thousand was the number. Uh, that was well below what anybody else was kind of thinking out there. Uh, the unemployment rate fell to 7.9% the way they report it. Now, that would be good news. That would be good news. But it really wasn't because you had to ask the next question. Why? Why did the unemployment rate fall? I'll explain that to you when we return. HR Radio News Hour, right? It's one of those Fridays, isn't it? Yes, everybody hide out in the cellar. Make sure you got your mask on. Uh, happy Friday to everybody. Uh, I will tell you today, I'm excited right now. The, the high school football in Arizona has started. Obviously, it's going to be an abbreviated season. We've already had... Uh, a couple of teams have to uh, cancel games due to COVID. Uh, my son is playing tonight the Holy War against Brophy, uh, the first ever meeting between the two, I guess, uh, most popular Catholic schools uh, in the Valley. Brophy, legendary school here in Arizona. Uh, Notre Dame Prep, where my son goes to the upstart uh, the first ever meeting, and this is what this was the plan. I think all along that we'd eventually get to the point where Brophy and Notre Dame would would create this rivalry. And uh, Brophy is a much bigger school, but uh, Notre Dame very very competitive athletically. Uh, the first ever meeting tonight. Uh, this would have been in one of those games. It would have been uh, one of the, those fire marshal games, where the fire marshal would have been like, "That's it. That's you know." 
that's all we're at maximum capacity and people would have probably been turned away uh instead uh each player gets two tickets right you know essentially hey mom and dad can come to the game that's it uh, so uh, instead of there being three, four thousand people at this game tonight, there's going to be a couple of hundred people. Uh, but uh, good luck to everybody, all participants in all the sports. Stay safe, play well, uh, and uh, do it tastefully uh, and with class. And good luck to everybody out there. Having said that, back to uh, where are we with jobs? Okay, so first, the the headline number came in. Uh, weaker than expected, and, and 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 again, not weaker than I expected, but weaker than expected. The unemployment rate seven point nine percent, which historic. That's a huge number. Now remember, normally, normally. Well, and I guess can't even say normally anymore because this is the normal we live in now, right? This is what it would have been. The central banks would have been cutting rates, right? Doing all that. They can't do that now. Right, they're sitting there helplessly outside of bailing out big business. That's all they're doing, right? And they, and they even say, "Oh, you know, uh, well, we we just can't help small business," and that's a bunch of crap. Sure, you could. You just don't want to. Tell me, you can't? You can somehow help big business, but you can't help small business. That's ridiculous. But back to the unemployment unemployment rate. Why did it fall? Right? Normally, normally. And again, I said it again. I can't help it. When the unemployment rate falls, it's usually because more people go back to work. So you have this thing. It's called the labor force participation rate. And what you want to see on the labor force participation rate is unemployment falls, labor force participation rate rises. Right? In other words, hey... More people went back to work. So the unemployment rate came down. That's not what happened. Matter of fact, that wasn't even close to what happened. All that really happened was, according to the government, is they just counted less people. They just said, eh, people left the workforce. They just, you know, again, the invasion of the body snatchers. Where did they go? Well, I, I guess, you know what, I think I know. They went to the basement. That's obviously where they went. They must have went to the basement. They got, they got their mask on, and they went down in the basement. They put on their tinfoil helmet and got ready for the end. That's what you got to believe today. The labor force participation rate after this jobs report today No more people are are in the labor force now than we're, we're in the labor force at the beginning of summer. So you think about, you know, we talk about, hey, this, this V-shaped, you know, we'll call it K-shaped, V-shaped, W, whatever letter you want to use. Right? We've had states open up. How can the labor force participation rate be down at the bottom? 61.4%. That's, a, that's horribly low. It's dangerously low. 
And, and, and you're, you're sitting there, and, and, and this tells you, remember, because I always keep telling you, that 7.9 number that they're giving today, it is, it's a make-believe number. Well, we just don't want to report the real number, so we'll report this one. Because they've got this whole other category of other people that are deployed, but we don't count them. Well, we count them, but we don't add them into the number. Because, you know, that, that'd be crazy. I mean, heaven forbid, could you imagine if they came out today and told you the unemployment rate was 18 or 19 percent? People would flip out. It's okay that the president has COVID, or he made it up, I don't know, whatever he, whatever you want to believe. And I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at this, and I'm like, are you kidding me? This is, this is what's, what uh, uh, I just saw, the, the Congress and the House, they're, they're, leaving, they're leaving town again. No stimulus, no, no, uh, time to go home. And and I don't know, you know, when I when I'm looking at this, I'm I'm very very nervous because I look at all the layoffs that have been announced this week, uh, and again it, it didn't stop. There was more yesterday. Who somebody else laid off thousands of people? Um, oh, there it is, Allstate. I guess Jake from State Farm must be giving them a run for their money. Allstate announced they're laying off. 3,800 employees. And and this spiral now that I'm seeing, I'm seeing it expand out a crude oil below 37 Well, right at $37 today. I saw it touch $36. We're going to get more layoffs there. Uh, we heard about the airlines and, and, and all the layoffs there, aerospace and the layoffs there. And the labor force participation rate now matching the low, you know, I guess where we were over the summer. Right? We should be seeing the labor force participation rate. If we added 661,000 jobs, you would think that more people entered the workforce. Mm-mm. It's a good way to hide numbers, though, isn't it? Because it doesn't make it look that bad, right? Because if you only are a headline reader, Right, you're 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 a headline reader. You know whether it's on the bottom of the idiot box or or maybe you're online and you just read the headlines and you're like, oh, hey, the unemployment six hundred and sixty one thousand. That sounds like a lot of jobs. Uh, the unemployment rate fell. Hey, that's hey, we're doing good. And really, some states are, some states are. Arizona, we're doing great here. I mean, all things considered, our unemployment rate here is about six, five point nine. Now, what I don't know is how many Arizonans fell into the uh, "you're in your basement" category, right? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But there is a pattern here, for sure. The red states that are open are doing better than the blue states that aren't. And obviously, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to figure any of that out. But it, it is interesting. Uh, the labor force participation rate in this report, very troubling, which really means, hey, either the unemployment rate is way higher or we've got a much, much bigger problem. I, I just want to believe that it's it's just higher and they're just underreporting it and they're doing it on purpose. Okay. 
But if it's truly because people have given up, then we've got a problem. Right? Then we've got a problem. Because now you're talking about, you know, you're talking about over 100 million people not in the labor force. I mean, I guess some of them are just, you know, hey, I'm, I'm old, I'm retired. But this is why I'm talking about, are we going to see 60 million people on food stamps? Well, it sure looks that way, doesn't it? Uh, yesterday we started talking about banks. And all of them especially the big banks, 30 to 60% uh, reduction in profits. In, and, again, that's with minimal write-downs. Right? That's, uh, the central bank came out, and apparently the central bank's okay with it. Because here's what they said. Okay, we're going to let you lie about the write-downs. We are. And, again, remember, uh, I, I told you about how they're passing these stress tests. Right, so right, the stress test. They they know. Hey, okay, we're going to come and do the stress test, and the and the central bank. Uh, you can't even call it a stress test. They provide the banks with the numbers. It's like giving you the answer to the test before you take the test. So they come in and they tell the banks, okay, listen, here's here's what we're going to test. The unemployment rate's going to be X, right? The uh, the defaults are going to be Y, and your your uh, your provisions need to be Z, and all of the right, and, and then the banks just make it happen. Oh, okay. Well, what, what day are you coming? Oh, you're coming next Tuesday. Oh, okay. Well, we'll 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 be all ready for you. Okay. And they come in and and they go. The CFO he gets his team together, right? They and they and they have their Zoom meeting. And they sit there and they got their they got their mask on while they're in the Zoom meeting. And he's telling them, okay, guys, here's what we need to do. Us, we gotta take our derivatives and we've gotta lower them by this many trillions of dollars. Okay, everyone got it? Okay, so commercial guy, you take uh, you lower yours by ten percent. Uh, residential, you guys lower it by 8%. Uh, auto loans, you guys lower it by 7%. Credit cards, you, you lower it by, by 6%. And, and then get the numbers back to me. So they go out. And they simply create a paper transaction to nobody that moves X trillion dollars of derivatives off of their books. That's what they do. And they hand it to the Federal Reserve. Right? The Federal Reserve, they got their little MIT Mafia guys and, and well, I don't even know. They probably don't even come into the office, right, to do it. Hey, email me your stuff. Right? Because, you know, it's COVID. Email your stuff and then me and you, will have a Zoom meeting with your guys. And so they look at the results, and they're like, oh, okay, well, yeah. Oh, that looks great. Okay, see, so if this did happen, if this horrible scenario happened, oh, you'll be fine. Now, just think about this. Every stress test given. You know, of course, remember, they created this stress test because it's too big to fail. Right? I mean, I know how stupid they think we all are 
right? When they say, all oh, these banks are, we had to bail them out, guys. We had to because they were too big to fail. And of course, I tell you why they're too big. They don't have any money to pay you these, this deposit insurance. That's a fallacy if you think you're getting that. But go ahead and think it. Sounds good, too, doesn't it? You know, they raised it up during the, the financial crisis. They wanted you to feel better. You know, it used to be 100 grand. They wanted you to feel better. Now, let's make it 250. See, now, now it's better. They don't have any money. But he, neither here nor there. They said, instead of breaking these big banks up, so if one of them did fail, it doesn't take out the whole system, right? It doesn't. We actually would have enough money in the FDIC to pay for uh, the people's, you know, up to 250000 Oh, no, no, no. They didn't do that. Instead, they came up with these stress tests to make sure, yeah, we're going to keep our eye on these guys. Talk more about that. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We're going to get to this stress test in a second, but this just happened. So next door to us uh, used to be an uh, an electric company, an electrical company. Uh, they they I don't know if they're out of business. But they used to have, you know, 20, 30 trucks, had 30 electricians working for them, and uh, they've downsized or are out of business. One or the other. Long story short, they, they sold, and now there's an electric bike company next to us. Yeah, they, the, hey, here's a bike that you don't pedal, right? <laughs> it's right up my alley, but my wife won't let me ride one because she's like, you'll crash and kill yourself. So uh, they have this electric bike thing, and it's all younger, younger. Uh, I say kids, but they're 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 you know somewhere late twenties, early thirties, and seemingly none of them know how to cook anything. They get food delivered there constantly, and it's always the same. Somebody we uh, in there looks like the driver of the food, the food delivery person. Looks like somebody in their late 20s, early 30s, right? Usually driving some, some form of a relatively new, nice car. This one was a Jeep. A new one. I mean, it couldn't be a, maybe a 2019 Jeep. And he's delivering food. I don't know. I got, maybe i got to check this out. Uh, maybe delivering food pays a lot more than I thought. But, uh, it, you know, again, my guess is, He's got, you know, he's just trying to make ends meet, right? Got to do the, everyone's got to be, remember the old Saturday Night Live and the Jamaicans, and they all used to brag about how many, I got six jobs. Oh, you're lazy. I got eight jobs. I guess that's, uh, that's, that's America today. Uh, but not according to the government. Labor force participation rate today, absolutely in the toilet. And the jobs number uh, was well below consensus. And then you start thinking about the banks. And yesterday's big announcement about how big profits are going to be down, how the banks aren't going to really spike up their loan losses. And then the central bank yesterday made the announcement, hey, no buybacks, and uh, we're going to come up with a formula to limit your uh, dividends to pay out. And then they said, but these banks are fine. Right, uh, but you know, don't worry. 
Okay, they're, they're fine, they're great. They, they passed the stress test again. Now keep in mind that the central bank never created a stress test anywhere close to what COVID has done. No, that, that, just start right there. Never happened. They didn't have a stress test with an unemployment rate of 8%. And they darn sure, and let's say it's an 8% is a flat out lie. They darn sure didn't have one that said 16, 18, or 20%. They don't have a stress test that says one third of all commercial real estate isn't going to be paid for. They don't have a stress test that says 50% of all restaurants and bars in the state of New York are going to go under. So how are they passing? Well, it's just like I told you. A week before the stress test uh, results come out, and I don't know how how early the banks got all, they know what the, what the test is, right? So they already know. Okay, here's scenario, and they give them A, B, and C. Right, first scenario, unemployment rates this, and blah blah blahs that, and second and third. Okay, here's how they pass. They take trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars of derivatives. Just take the top ten banks. It's probably fifty trillion of derivatives, and make them disappear right off of their balance sheets. Where did they go? Well, it's just a journal entry. Yeah, we just moved it over. We moved it over here. Where's here? It doesn't matter. And then they have uh, the, the meeting, if you will, to go over the results with the central bank. And they're, they're all sitting there, like I said, you know, I'm assuming it's Zoom meetings now, right? They all got their mask. Oh, hey, how are you, John? And, oh, Sarah, how, good to see you guys. How's it going, right? You know, pat each other on the back. You know, I guess uh, <laughs> virtually pat each other on the back, right? Thumbs up emojis. And they're like, well, you know, I, I got your email here. Let's take a look at the balance sheet. Oh, I, I see. Hey, great news. Good work, you guys. You passed. Way to go. I, I see that, that you have uh, derivatives of all of these categories of about $47 trillion. And based on our stress test results, that's you know what? You just made it. Good job. And then one of the underlings. You know, he's in uh, the the lower left-hand corner of the Zoom chat. Excuse me, sir. Sir, I, I've got a question. Last week, these guys had $55 trillion in, in, in these derivatives, and, and they would have failed. Can they, you know, what, what happened? Right, and of course, immediately uh, that guy gets put on mute. Oh, let's just mute him. Oh, you're breaking up. I, we we couldn't. <laughs> your your screen froze up. Don't worry about that guy. We'll we'll talk to him later. And that's literally 
how it works. I wish that was, of course, literally. I don't know if that's exactly how, but that's what they do, right? I don't know if they have a Zoom meeting or not, but that's what they do. And then the second the, the central bank goes, okay, hey, good job, they journal entry all the stuff back on. See, and it never gets show. It doesn't show up anywhere. And I know there's so many people out there that think what I just said is absolutely ridiculous. There's no way that that they would do this. And this is be- yes, believe me. You, listen, you've got Google. All of you got Google. Well, I actually that's not true because I actually have customers that literally don't own a computer or a, a smartphone. So, ninety nine percent of you. Got Google. Look it up. Pull your head out of your backside for one minute. Take your mask off. No, no, no. Make sure you're socially distanced. Okay? Make sure you're socially distanced. And understand that the game is rigged. This is how it is. That's why you own gold. One reason, one reason only. When the game finally blows up, because it will, you're going to be okay. Everybody else is going to have a problem. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour here on a Friday. Man, what a weird day, right? Um, The Dow has just gone positive. There are conflicting reports. I'll I'll give you what I know. There was a headline talking about a stimulus deal. Right after, before that, there was a headline saying everyone was leaving town. It appears. Nothing is final, and who knows? It could just be sound bites. Nancy Pelosi is saying that they she wants the airlines to delay the layoffs. Remember, the airlines are going to lay off thirty-two thousand people. They starting now. There is not a broad deal in place, but Pelosi is saying there may be a separate deal just for the airlines. So uh, if I if more news breaks now that could be something could be nothing. Here's what I want to know: If that was the case, why didn't you do that last week? Heck, why didn't you do that a month ago? What do you think the airlines were bluffing? There's nobody on the damn planes, Nancy. Now you can argue whether this is a good or a bad thing, right? Because sooner or later. Uh, you're gonna have to let the airlines stand on their own, and, and they just there's too many flights. Well, there's not the flights are all down now, but there's too many employees for the amount of flights that are needed. Uh, but maybe so. I don't know. Uh, could be possibly. Uh, she says that she will move a standalone airline relief bill for airline workers. Uh, the airline industry must delay these devastating job cuts. Again, uh, I, I kind of too late, but uh, that was the move. Now, now it's back down again. I don't know. It could be, could be something. Could be nothing. Uh, but I, I, I wanted to at least point this out. I think it's 
It's a travesty what's happened. Uh, our elected officials once again have let us down. Uh, term limits, man, do we need term limits. Uh, you know, Joe Biden, 47 years, Nancy Pelosi, Chucky Schumer. And listen, the Republican, we got them too. You know, 12 years is enough. If you can't get it done in 12 years, get out of the way. Let somebody else take over. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, that, that's, that was just breaking, so I wanted to keep you up to speed. Back to the banks. So the banks are allowed to not only get the answers to the test, they're allowed to lie about the derivatives that they hold. And, they, and it's so blatant. And they just journal entry them off, and then once they get the thumbs up, they journal entry them back on, and everybody does the wink, wink, nod, nod. And and how about this week, J.P. Morgan? Just under a billion-dollar fine for ripping off its customers in the precious metals and treasury markets. Right? And they call it spoofing, right? And 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 does and they did it. Listen, it wasn't one guy. Right, and, and and you know, hey, listen. There's always guys looking to to get an edge, and you could see a rogue employee, you know, trying to save his job and, and do some illegal activities. Everybody, you know, we we know that it happens. But we're talking about the entire trading desk of the treasury market, the entire trading desk of the precious metals market. Well after, well after, years after the practice was outlawed. Because I could understand, hey, you outlawed the practice in 2010, okay, for, for argument's sake. Hey, maybe you missed a, uh, somebody here or there in 2010 and maybe 2011, but by 2012, hey, we're on it. Uh-uh. No, no, no. This thing just went on and on and on. Matter of fact, they just kept doing it until some really rich customer figured out how he was getting ripped off and went after the banks and the DOJ launched an investigation. That was the only time. That's when they stopped. So that just tells you this thing was rampant inside the bank. Everybody knew about it. The only ones getting any punishment at all are the traders themselves. Even though they come out and said, well, my boss told me how to do it. I learned this from them. This is how I, in order for me, and listen, don't get me wrong. Yeah, did I know it was legal? Yes. But I like making a million dollars a year, and if I wanted to work at J.P. Morgan and make a million dollars a year, this is what I had to do. Because if I didn't do it, they were going to fire me. Now, too bad. You go to prison. You other guys, shame on you. You get to stay in charge. How about this report? The bank that should no longer be a bank. Wells Fargo at it again. And again, I know, you know what? Nobody wants to change banks. I get it. I, we've got customers in it. They've got Wells Fargo's accounts. I get it. I do. I wouldn't change it. It's, just, it's too hard. Wells Fargo now back in trouble again, this time for pausing mortgage payments without 
their customers' consent. And by the way, way more, way more than Wells Fargo previously admitted. Wells Fargo already admitted, yeah, we may have done that a few times. But now they're saying that at least already, at least 1,600 customers have filed complaints against Wells Fargo for just stopping their mortgage payments. Yep, I'm from Wells Fargo, and I'm here to help, right? Yeah, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Let me tell you what I'm here for. I'm here to protect your hard-earned wealth against these people. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment, coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Gold's at nineteen oh two. Silver's at twenty four dollars. The Dow is down four points. The S and P's down fourteen. The Nasdaq's down one seventy. Crude oil uh, right now is down a dollar and a half at thirty seven and a quarter. Uh, yesterday we ran Silver Eagles, and we just blew right through them. And then I have to give. Arlene was an all-star yesterday. She she calls the bullion bank yesterday afternoon and says, Hey, got any more of those Silver Eagles? And believe it or not, they sold us another case. Uh, the guys on the front range show random, dude. Long story short, we've got 10 rolls still left uh, at 610. So if you missed the Silver Eagles yesterday, uh, there are 10 rolls of Silver Eagles. That's it, though. I don't have a. I don't have one roll more than that. They we called this morning again to try to see if maybe somebody didn't want them or what have you. No, that didn't happen. Uh, they're all gone again. So uh, six hundred and ten dollars on silver eagles. Gold today. Uh, U.S. five dollar liberties. The quarter ounce five dollar liberties. Uh, five seventy five today at eight hundred nine five one. Zero five nine two, and just to finish up, Wells Fargo. So all these people that go into forbearance, and whether it's a commercial or residential, it doesn't matter. They, that gets reported to the credit agencies. So my guess is what happened is these people never asked for a forbearance, just assumed Wells Fargo was taking their money out of their account. There's plenty. Believe me, there's plenty of people out there that don't balance their checkbook. They just don't. Don't even look at it. Just assume things are happening. I don't know why people would do that, but they do. So for months, Wells Fargo wasn't taking out their mortgage payments and was reporting to the credit bureau that they're in forbearance. So they went to go get a car or whatever they were trying, you you know, applying for a credit card and getting declined. As of now, Wells Fargo is the one who's saying 1,600 complaints. So who knows what the number really is. But, you know, Wells Fargo, they've apologized. You know, they're sorry. We're sorry. Yeah, we've changed our policy. From now on, we actually have to have a customer (laughs) actually say they want a forbearance. It's incredible. And, again, now we're going to let the central bank have a digital currency? Do you see how dangerous this is to your money? With a click of a keyboard, 
yeah, yeah, you know, you still got a hundred thousand electronic dollars. You know, it's not only buys half of what it bought yesterday, but hey, that's just life. I mean, this is the power that they can have. And this is why you put gold away. Listen, gold is a hedge. It really is. It's really a hedge against the banking industry. How how good do you feel about it? You really think these banks are solvent? I mean, really? What if the Fed wasn't bailing them all out? Would they be solvent still? How big can the Fed's balance sheet get? Right before people start going, wait a minute. Right? It's kind of like the central bank. Listen, already, nobody's interested in buying treasury. Did you see the two year note? One tenth of one percent? A lot of people lining up for that one. Take the radio news hour. God bless everybody. God bless the president and the first lady. And let's hope it, it, it all blows over. And on Monday, we got good news. Everybody have a great weekend. Take care. God bless. Go Saints.